hi everyone. I'm here with Mr. Paul Harmer, and he's going to talk all about his gorgeous dog Lulu, who's a cockapoo. And cockapoo. <laughs> 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 he's not gorgeous. I never laugh. I never laugh. Why not? Um, no, that's good. I like that. Laughing's good. <laughs> why? Why do you never laugh? <laughs> okay. You're laughing now. <laughs> Right. I think so, it's the thought of Lulu is making you laugh. Yeah. Okay. So Lulu is um, one of Reggie's friends, and um, you don't often walk her, actually, do you? Because your the wife usually walks her. Where do you what? <laughs> You've got the wrong end of the stick, there, haven't you? The only they, we only know each other because I am the only one who walks the bleeding dog. Well, you walk 30. around Tesco's a little bit until until the yard is open, and then you. I, um, yeah, I've done that. I have done yeah. that in the past. If I get there early, I walk around the loop and end up in Tesco's. I walk Lulu Monday, uh, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then if you're not working, that is that's true. Which at the moment, <laughs> which at the moment is all the time. Funny enough, none, none, none of the time. Yeah, and then Thursday and Friday, uh, my wife takes um, Lulu out with a friend. And then Saturday and Sunday, we uh, go to Regent's Park to mix it up. To mix it up, to see the giraffes. Mm. Uh, yeah, I can't see those from where, it, where we walk. You can see the, the, the monkeys. Oh, and, yeah, you're on the back bit by the field. Yeah, the, uh, and the, uh, what are they called with the humps? Camels. You know, the, uh, yes. And sometimes you see a tiger. Oh, yes, anyway, yeah, you're quite yes, right, yeah. It sits in a tree. But Lulu hasn't quite twigged on account of not being the... I know she's very intelligent, actually, but I don't think she knows quite what a monkey is. Okay, well, you don't really come across them on the average dog walk, do you? Not in the cemetery. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not in the cemetery. Okay. Um, so um, so what age did you actually get, Lulu? And oh, puppy. What, what was the reasons? Oh, you got her as a puppy. Ah, uh, well, yes, it's all a mistake, really. How and come? it's not my fault. But, well, because I always, I love the idea of dogs. And I had a book on of, of dog instructions, the Dorling Kindersley book of dog instructions. You know, Which you read to your children. Well, I kind of looked through the pictures and you look at all that. And it's got like a star rating of each dog. And it, it goes in terms of, you know, uh, how much walking it needs and uh, temperament and how much food. And anyway, so it's like, you know, one out of five. And I, it was boys like lists, don't they? So I'm a typical yeah. boy and I just love a list. And this book is just full of lists. So that's all I looked at. And my wife took that as thinking that I actually wanted a dog, which is obviously, I mean, I look at, well, actually the same, if you followed the argument, I do look at pictures of Porsches or, aeroplanes and that they haven't arrived so the porsche hasn't been bought for me and the aeroplane is that definitely hasn't arrived but, but your gorgeous four-legged friend had bloody dog didn't it it arrived and and it was all a big surprise and we I, she whisked me off to somewhere near canterbury okay no that's not idea. too far it, well no idea why i was going and i thought she'd bought me a flight in a spitfire so i was really excited i thought oh, this is fantastic you know I can't remember what the instructions were. She said, you know, don't, oh, whatever. We, we drove off and, and then when we got there, it was a dog breeder and I was so disappointed. Anyway, there you are. That's how we got Lulu. Birthday present. Oh, well, oh, so, so actually it was your birthday present. Yeah. Fabulous. Well, look at the joy she brought you. 
actually, you know, she has. I was thinking, oh, we just said last night, can you imagine life without a dog? No. Absolutely not. I mean, they're therapy. They're your saving grace. They're, they're everything, aren't they? Well, your one's as big as your house. It's vast. <laughs> Did you know your Keeps dog was growing. going to be that big when you got it? <laughs> um, not really, no. But obviously, he's a growing lad and he likes his food. <laughs> <laughs> what was it sold to you as, honestly? Like a, a little golden one. doodle. It's the biggest dog I've ever seen. It's all fur. Yeah, quite. When he's wet, he's actually as sleek as a greyhound. <laughs> I don't believe that either. <laughs> no, Lou. So, um, oh. some of the some of the sort of memories you have as Lulu as a puppy. How would you like to tell us about them? I have a great ability to forget anything beyond about three days ago. So. Okay, let's Lulu start from three days ago. Yeah, no, Lulu was a puppy. I can't remember. She was very tiny, good, I think. Yeah, no, she was fine. There was no. I have no memories of her as a puppy at all. Isn't that isn't that weird? Other than this cute little, I remember it being autumn, and I took her for a walk in the cemetery, and I lost her because she was exactly the same colour as the autumn leaves that have fallen from the trees. And I've got a photograph, and you can't... It's like, where's Wally? You can't see the dog. You can just see two little eyes and a nose. And she's precisely the same colour as those... Camouflage into the autumn leaves. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about it, really. So she was really house-trained from a puppy then? You didn't have any teething problems? No, she's extremely intelligent. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uncannily bright. I don't know where she gets it from, but she picked, I think she twigged up quite quite quickly not to, you know, treat, she'd get rewarded not for, anyway, she, no, I don't remember poo and wee and everything, no. So she was, well, she's very sort of quiet and sure of herself type of dog, and she's, she doesn't really sort of interact with the others, but she's very happy in her own sort of surroundings as she walks around. She interacts in an extremely violent way. Have you noticed? <laughs> She's not normal. I think she was damaged. I've come to a conclusion. We made the mistake of going on holiday. I don't like holidays, as you know. Oh, who looked after her? Yeah. Well, so we'd sent her to a lady in uh, Crouch End, I think, who on the surface seemed quite good, but I think was had an ability to completely screw up dogs' heads. So when in Lulu came back... Well, she went there twice, and she was never the same... Certainly after the second time, that's when she started. I should explain this. Lulu's got an... uh, When she meets another dog, she tends to crouch down and then hurtle at the other dog in a very (laughs) intimidating fashion at about 80 miles an hour and launch this sort of mock attack that to the other owners just looks like they're just about to lose their pride and joy to this killer cockapoo. And it sort of diffuses a bit after that, but... That initial approach is terrifying for for other people and other dogs. And also, if she's on the lead, she just barks at other dogs. She won't go and sniff. She just goes off into some sort of mad barking fest. And it's so embarrassing. You have to walk on the other side of the street. But she didn't used to do that until we went to Spain. Right, so it was all about the holiday and you abandoned her and left her at home. Brexit. Brexit, okay. Right, may I just say... (laughs) that Lulu's most well-behaved, lovely pup I've ever seen, who just follows you all around. Yeah, she does. She's quite independent. She's five, you know. Yeah. 
Wow. She's tiny, though. No, but I think it's the size thing here that, I mean, I know she's a cockapoo, but she looks more like a Bichon Frise to me, Um, obviously, because she's not really as big as the other cockapoos in the yard, would you say? Well, you'll know more about this than me, because there are different types of poodle, aren't there? Yeah. Which are? So you, you have the miniature poodle, I would say. And what are the other two then? I'm not really a dog expert here. I, I I'm think just, I'm okay. just having a conversation with dog owners. You I see, that's, you might that's the aim of the podcast. I, I'm missing. I thought this was dog therapy. <laughs> I've, I've been missold. I'm not a vet. I'm not any expert. I I'm not like a vet. To, <laughs> I just like to chat to owners um, <sighs> um, because obviously dogs are so lovely and they all have stories and you're the one who's going to bring their story out into the open. I think there's a toy, a miniature and a standard. But That's I right. Can't, I can't remember which is smaller out of the toy and the miniature because they both sound small. I don't know, do you? No, I mean, I don't. She's the smallest one. Right. And I think Loki, who's another dog that... Have you done Loki already? Not yet. She's next. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> it's the list of the yard. <laughs> you are the first, well, Paul. <laughs> dear listener, Loki's coming. Loki's much better. Be- Loki, A, is prettier. B, is bigger. Um, and C is far better behaved than my dog. But he's a boy, so it's completely different. Is he intact? Um, no, no, no. He he was um, really, done right, recently. Okay. You yeah. have to leave that there. Fine. Um, so, yes, I think... But then Lulu's got a half-sister on the street here. Oh, uh, really? A few doors down, which is, yeah, this, which is how we knew about where to go to get her. And her half-sister is even smaller and is chocolate. Lulu is apricot. Did we know that? Yes, yeah, no, she's a beautiful colour. Yeah, she's apricot. I love that name. Anyway, so her half-sister is chocolate and is called Coco and is smaller. Okay, so if you had had Coco and apricot, then... Yeah, you'd think... And then Loki, who you're doing at some point, is bigger. And then we met some one the other day, didn't we, who said that it was a cockapoo but looked more like a German shepherd. And they'd been completely missold. Well, they thought it was a cockapoo, but you look at it and you think... It's, it's strange like times at the moment. Strange times. Yes. I'm sure you were sold a miniature poodle and you've got a dog the size of a double bed instead. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, he's a cuddly bear. He's a cuddly he? bear. He is. No, he's lovely. <laughs> he's no, lovely. Well, they're all story? lovely. This, this is the whole thing. That they're shall all I tell lovely. you a sad story, though? Yes, please. Well, it's about what we found out. Now, this is a this is a lesson for any potential dog buyer, puppy buyer. Okay. Because it turns out when we went to this place in Canterbury to pick up Lulu, it to me felt a bit. It didn't feel quite right. There was something odd. It was a huge house, strangely unfurnished. There were lots of children around. It, the whole thing was a bit odd. Anyway, he had all the vet certificates and had everything else and two other dogs. I think I think Lulu's got another half-sister in the neighbourhood. So, you know, it was on recommendation from other people and all the paperwork was there and it was fine. And so here we've got Lulu and it's lovely. I then Googled the dealer maybe a year ago the breeder dealer yes that's the word 
I know you wanted a car, <laughs> but you have Porsche. got Lulu, I've and got, she's the light of your life, I've your family's a, life. Yeah, I want a Porsche. Anyway, um, I googled the breeder, and the first thing that came up, instead of his website, was uh, something from the Canterbury local paper saying a man had been arrested and charged. Oh my goodness for cruelty to dogs and what he was doing he was puppy farming them oh that's shocking that's awful and the worst thing was and they had a picture he the ones that you know everybody wants an apricot followed by a chocolate and there are then there are black ones and black and white ones splodgy colored yeah nobody wants those so he literally put them in a black sack the puppies and chucked them into the verge 101 Dalmatians. This is yeah, absolutely it was, it was outrageous. Literally like that. So I don't know how... I mean, what I should have done is phoned up the vets. Absolutely, the vet and reported him. Well, no, on the, no, when I got the puppy, thinking, because you get all the certificates, don't you? And it's been, it's been examined by a vet, and it's got all this paperwork. And what I should have done is phoned up wow. all those people and said, do you know this guy? How many, you know, done... The, do your due um, diligence due diligence and of course you don't because you fall in love with the puppy and you bring it home mm. and you maybe put those thoughts to the back of your head but i'd say to anybody you know to anybody buying a dog is triple check every single thing make sure that the breeder is because he was clever he'd done all this stuff and it was all a uh, veneer a facade Oh, that's awful. You read farmer. about this, but you don't expect it to yeah. sort of happen to you. So that turns out there's three people in our area who have puppies from him. So he's he's conned three of us, and however many others. Anyway, he's not. He's been banned. You know, he's banned, and he's got a prison record and all the rest of it. Oh, no, he didn't go to prison, but he's got it. He can't. You know, he's been banned from breeding. And, he can't breed anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Something Should we move on more happy, happy things? Yes, some joy. Yes. So that's, 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 yes, the joy of your life, Lulu. How did the name happen? Did your kids um, no, think that... Yes. They, did it they have a... It wasn't they, me. Well, you it, dog names have to be, don't they, have two syllables? Is that the law? I don't think there's a law. My, mine came named, so I wasn't going to confuse them and change it. How old was yours when you got him? Oh, Reginald was five months. Oh. He, he was either the puppy who never sold from the litter because the colour he was, because he wasn't a golden doodle, yeah. or um, the breeder who was highly recommended because one of his relatives is in our area now, Ivy, um, the one who looks exactly the same. Um, yes. She'd already... Um, got her puppy so I was in touch and it was the beginning of lockdown and they were extremely hard to find so I was on a mission skip I needed a skip tick did that chucked out things from the house and then I needed a puppy for some jam in the family and um, I got Reggie so he'd already had one owner and um, the owner apparently was the breeders um, in-laws and because nobody knew what was happening um, at that time with um covid they were obviously very scared and they didn't know whether they would be able to walk him take him out so um she said that she did have a puppy if i didn't mind a five-month old so we got reggie so i wasn't going to change his name i didn't know that he's a covid uh, baby yeah yeah uh, well i think 
because the dear listener doesn't know how vast the dog is. The reason why, I'm sure, that, <laughs> and the reason why he wasn't, <laughs> the previous owners had to get rid of him because they were so... <laughs> they the did not. And he was loved, but they didn't know what, the, with their medical, with their health issues and things, they didn't know whether All they right. could take care of him. So being very sensible. So seeing I was a persistent person calling up, trying to find a puppy from this breeder, she then offered me this which i right. transferred and collected the dog the next day so we were delighted so he's pretty full grown when you got him then oh no, no no he, he was half the size but he was skinny mm. and um he didn't look the same he Just kind of looked <laughs> he kind of looked um he didn't look like a doodle he sort of looked his fur hadn't sort of fluffed up and you know he hadn't been washed and fluffed enough he was a country dog. Now he's a town dog. Yeah, and adapted very well. Yeah, wrong, loves it. Wrong, different, wrong scale, but yes. Be better in a big field, wouldn't he? No, uh, back to what you were saying about names. I thought he was called Reggie, not Reginald, you see. I thought two syllables. Well, he is Reggie, but obviously one has a full name. So. Oh, like a Crufts name. As Reggie right? Bear, he's Reginald Edwards. <laughs> right. I didn't <laughs> Not been christened yet, but, you know, one likes no. to know your full name on your passport. Well, he certainly wouldn't fit in the font, would he? <laughs> um, so, in answer to your question, yes, two syllables, and I think I had nothing to do with it. Her sister, half-sister's called Coco, and I think uh -huh. it was, you know, Lulu Coco. Okay. I can't remember. So, didn't that your kids me. say, hey, we're having Rocco or Spike? No, or... I, think, I think they did Lulu. I think it was them. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I, I Does, she Does she sing? Does she sing? Oh, is he? <laughs> no. Shout. <laughs> she barks a lot, as you know. Lulu, Ferocious, I've that, really. I've never made that connection, actually. Lulu. Hmm, interesting. She's not... What a fan. Leave me a Lulu song, then. What's a Lulu song? I don't think. Lulu song. Shout. No, but you might... Is it? No. Might have to edit this bit out. Because <laughs> I don't know any Lulu songs. <laughs> I can't. This is where you play a trailer for the podcast. Okay, maybe this is when I should prepare and ask and actually stick to an agenda and ask some questions no, no, rather no. than ad libbing. But what's the this, what's this the podcast what's called? In conversation with my owner, so I am speaking to you, Paul, yeah, all about yeah. Lulu. So you're going to tell us all about Lulu, which you told us little snippets, but it'd be really nice to. Um, what does she eat? Um, does she sleep all day after her walks? What's her regime? The, um, yes, in the morning she has wet food and then in the afternoon what, she what, has what dry food. Little. It's the best, as we were saying earlier on, the little. Little. I, I didn't I, know they did animal food. Yeah, food. it's the best stuff as okay. well. She likes jelly. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is ridiculous because she will literally eat anything you put in front of her, including fish bones on the street. Not fussy. Uh -huh. I think she likes jelly, so she gets jelly. And little okay. make fantastic dog food. Um, and I, I, so I've tried them all. I've been M&S, Waitrose, Sainsbury's, done the whole lot. And little food has got the most chunky bits of meat and the nicest, firmest jelly. It's great. Okay, so you do wet sachets daily. How many does no, she have? No, it's a tin. A third of a it's tin. It's a tin. Okay, a third of a tin. A, a third of a tin. So the tin lasts three days. And okay. then in the afternoon, she has, she has very fancy dry food. It, it's ridiculous. It's my wife's fault. It comes in a big white sack and it's got her name on it i can't believe i've done this oh it's, i know the make yes yeah, yeah. what is it called yeah 
Um, we can plug I, it and then you could get some advertising. You could be, you know, make a oh, career. Oh, is this what this. one's meant to do? Yeah, okay, you yeah. Meant to plug I've them. seen it on the telly. <laughs> pause? Is it pause? No. I think that's it, yeah. It's, there's an advert currently, actually, which you get personalised. in name. a bag. Yeah, yeah, and it's got her name on it and it's okay. clearly... So prosperous. everybody knows not to, when they when they get hungry after supper, not to go down it because it's Lulu's. It, yeah, quite. <laughs> she gets very protective of her food as well. Ferociously. Um, she, she'll guard it as if the family are going to eat, life. as you say, as if the fo- family are going to eat the food. You know, like looking for chocolate or something rummaging yeah. through the fridge. And then how much she sleeps. Yes, she does sleep. She will come back from her walk and she wants... I'm a, does, well, she is allowed upstairs. Yeah. Is that bad? No, no, Reggie has... Yeah, he has... He, he sleeps upstairs too. Mm. Well, she goes and she sleeps on our bed. And she'll sleep all day. And interestingly, what's happened in lockdown is because there's more people in the house. She's sleeping. She has. She actually gets more tired because there's there's more activity in the house. So she activity stimulated. Yes, stimulated. That's the word. Stimulated. And uh, stimulated. <laughs> yes, perfectly stimulated. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> stimulated dog. <laughs> Therapized. Stimulated. Um. But then she has a little walk in the afternoons and she wakes up for that. So you only they're walk twice a day? Yeah. They're creatures of habit, aren't they? Yeah. So you, so you wouldn't walk so only twice a day? Do you not do any, a late evening walk? No. no. She's on the sofa then. Okay, so she does sleep the majority of the day. Yeah. Would you but say? But in the, in the, she gets, sometimes she gets a walk in Friant Park or, you know, the Regent's Park walks. They're much yeah. more, oh, hello. You're moving yes, your computer. Reggie. Yeah, he's fast asleep. Can you see? Oh. That's his bed. I can see. The viewers, the listeners can't see because this is only sound, isn't it? Yeah. I'm so just... they have to paint a picture there, you see. Okay. So like I'm the just magic showing... of radio. She, Rebecca's just shown me Reggie on a huge size of a swimming pool, Reggie's bed, to accommodate the vastness that is Reggie. How much does Reggie weigh? Ooh. Um... I'm not too sure because he hasn't been to the vet for a couple of months because oh. um, my vet only triages on the street, so he's not terribly happy going in alone. So, okay. um, <laughs> and she likes me to come him. with, you see. Um, I would say about 24 kilos. Stone? Yeah. But I'm not too sure. I'm not entirely sure, actually. At um, the moment, I can hear very loud pings. Is that you or me? Yeah, that's me. Sorry, I should turn it off. I have to have to know how to. Um, yeah, Actually, I'll, I'm going to quit my email as well. There are in case things, and I've got a timer on here for some jobs. Let me quit that. There we go. How's now, work? This is where you play a trailer. You see, you go. You're listening to conversations with my owner, with Rebecca Wexler, and you have a little jingle. That that's for you to do. And then we, I'll send you a jingle. Okay, for the for the listeners who don't know that um, Paul and I met on um during sort of lockdown um as we've met many people with dogs walking in our local area and um you know all the dogs they've got such great social lives haven't they they've all got together and um they brought us together in the cemetery where we walk yeah what if that was banned if they shut that we'd be in trouble wouldn't we well I only drove past it for 27 years. <laughs> Never actually went in. <laughs> um, 
I was telling you about Coco, Lulu's half-sister Coco down the road, and Coco's a bit older than Lulu. And I used to take Coco uh, for a walk in the cemetery maybe three, four years ago, and I was the only person in it. I was the only person really? there. Yeah. It's the and most it's fantastic changed. place. It It's absolutely glorious in there. Rain, shine, snow, whatever. It's, it's quite a magical place. Um, but it has got very busy, but I think that's just through the times that pe- everybody's at home. People walk quite a few times a day and um it's definitely during this third part of lockdown it's just trebled the amount of people who are in there which used to just be dog walkers which was lovely wasn't it because the dogs felt very free nobody's at work are they so there's people are i'm worried actually what happens when people do go back to work and they've got because there's so many puppies there are you know it's that does worry me too there are so many puppies and of course it's great at the moment because everybody can they've they're working from home so they can take the dog for a walk what happens when they're back at work what happens to the puppy I don't know. well there used to be adverts for that dogs are not just for christmas now it's going to be yeah. dogs are not just for lockdown lockdown too late um there are puppies everywhere absolutely everywhere you walk along the high street there's two three month old puppies everywhere um, which is great in one respect, but as you said, as long as they're going to be looked after, loved, homed, trained. And they're being stolen, aren't they? You've got to watch out. Well, that's very sad. I don't think, yes, that's that's very sad. But I don't, I don't tie Reggie up anywhere outside. Um, he either comes in in the shops or places where he's allowed, or I keep him in the back of the car for that moment oh, I, I go into the post oh, office. You wouldn't leave um, him outside Sainsbury's? Un, no, un... gosh, no. No, no, no. All no. oh, right. I thought you meant you you, do, you don't tie him up outside Sainsbury's. I don't tie him up outside anywhere. If I can't take him in, so oh, I if I go him. into a coffee shop, so I go right. into Dark Habit, he can come in. Yeah. If, I, so if, if it's another in, coffee you, you shop, yeah, yeah, okay. I don't go in there. Yeah, unless somebody's I, holding him outside. I used to leave... Uh, Lulu tied up outside Sainsbury's and I wouldn't do that now no uh, th- you don't see any dogs tied up along there if you actually look now because she's and, so um, gorgeous she'd be gone in a flash she would and very intelligent um, that's right I mean you know <laughs> no no it's just not worth it they're just far no, too precious they're far too precious to and also the anxiety that they must feel that those dogs who have been stolen i mean how oh. confused and sad and it's awful you don't even want to think about well it's an interesting point you raise isn't it because i i've all I've, i think you're right there would be a moment of i think they remember but i i've i've got a feeling if they were reasonably well treated and fed i think they'd adapt very quickly to a new home i think we, no, we think they'd miss us a lot but i think well, as soon as they you know a couple, maybe, I'm not sure. Hello? What's that? Somebody joining in. Have we got a caller? How exciting. <laughs> have we got a caller, is, right? Okay. Have we got a caller? This is like, a, we can have a sort of, you know, I can be an agony uncle. Benji from an down the road. <laughs> Hello, caller. It's like Jeremy Vine, isn't it? Without the glamour. So, um, in the hierarchy of the family, where does Lulu come? right at the top i'd say (laughs) absolutely where she should be i'm very pleased to hear that yeah probably definitely higher than me good quite low i think (laughs) 
Good, good. <laughs> We've got four of us. And I think, who needs the most attention? Yeah, daughter. Yourself? No. Son? Yeah, he... No, he's all right. I'm at the bottom. Yeah, Lulu. She's at the top, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. health-wise and everything with Lulu, she's been really fit since you've had her. She's never had any injuries or... No, she gets um, she gets eye infections now and then. Um, I'm not sure. Oh, conjunctivitis. A, yeah. That's part I of the breed, think, I think. I think it is part of the breed, and I think it's the... He- yeah, she because she, of, the, their eyes sort of water a little bit. Yeah, so we keep them clean, but it 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 comes back and it it's fine. You know that's great. We just put some drops in, and uh, she loves that. And have you tried cleaning your dog's teeth? Yes, yeah, toothbrushes yeah. over there. Yeah, he, he's got, actually tooth- liver paste, toothpaste. Just never leave it in your bathroom because maybe one of the kids would come <laughs> when their toothpaste is running low. Mm, this is nice. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Colgate liver flavor. And the good thing is you don't actually have to rinse. You just you just brush and there's no oh, rinsing. You when you were, you were, not you, you don't have to. You mean <laughs> when, you are, when I do it on my dog, that you, you clean the teeth and they really like it. They actually really like the fact that their gums are being massaged. Well, Reggie does. He opens his mouth for it. And, really? um, yeah, and then he licks all the toothpaste away because it tastes good. And then he gargles. He doesn't have to gargle. He just, you know, he just sort of, I brush and he goes and that's it. I've got one of those things you put on the end of your finger with a little, you know, you put, and that's how you do, you rub your finger on their teeth. Oh, I, yeah, I've seen those in the vets. No, we've got a proper toothbrush. And he's all right with that? Yeah. 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 The back like one's it. the old wisdom teeth. But the thing is, he's been sort of, because stick of the day, obviously, he, he likes to get a tree trunk. Um, yeah. He's been sort of, sort of biting with his teeth and i've noticed that you know this is the age he would usually go to the orthodontist if he was actually um a real child um and his teeth have actually all ground down they they're all different shapes now where they were oh. perfect and all white yeah he's lost well not lost the teeth but they're just different sort of um sizes but it's good for them, isn't it? That's why they chew on sticks. They think they're bones yes. and they strip the barks off and it's all good for their That's gums exactly what he does, and, yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, but it's not good on the teeth. Well, mm. you know, to look at visually when you're cleaning them because they're different. You notice that he's losing a bit of tooth. Well, he's not a show dog, is he? No, no. Best in well, show, you though, you as all our dogs now. are. You're not meant to go, no. You're meant to say he's gorgeous. Of course they're all gorgeous. Yeah. That's why I started this podcast because I love I love dogs and their personalities, um, the joy they bring to us all, and it's nice chatting with their owners. She scoots. Does she? That's what Lulu. Yeah, she's got glands. Okay, and does she do that doodle dash, which they all do, the running round? What's that? Oh, she doesn't do it. A lot of poodles do it. Reggie does it occasionally. Um, they just sort of have a potty time, and they just sort uh- of. Go around in a circle. Yeah, well, she does that before she goes to sleep every night. On the bed. Yeah. Or just on the, or on the sofa. chases her tail almost. No, she lies on her back. She does, she, yeah, she goes insane for about 10 minutes. Oh, okay. And That's a doodle dash or a doodle. She starts digging sofa cushions and lies on her back and makes weird noises. 
and we sort of hold her to keep her calm. It's like having an epileptic fit, to be honest. Less dramatic. No, actually, it's quite dramatic. Really? And then she sort of just looks at you and goes, well, I think it's because she doesn't want to go to sleep. She doesn't want to go. So she's fighting this sleep. And then it's a mad... I did Google it. And they said it. They, they reckon it's... Uh, the internet says that it's... They, they don't want to go to sleep. Okay. So Google she it. wants to play... She wants, she wants you to play with her. Does she bring the ball to you? Does she bring any of her toys? Socks. Socks. Okay. What are you meant to do with the socks? Have a no, sort of tug of war? Yeah. She won't let you have them. She will me because, you know, I've got that special bond. But, no, she goes into the laundry basket and picks out a sock. And then... Any the, any particular child's sock? No, anyone no? that's near to hand. And then looks okay. at you in a very sheepish fashion with this sock in her mouth. She raises her eyebrows and looks out of the corner of her eye at you as if to say, you can't see me. I haven't actually got a sock. She doesn't want to play with it. She just wants to... She wants you to know... She'll pour you to say, I've got a sock, and then just turns her head away as if you're not going to actually get it back from me. And you I couldn't, say, even if you tried. No, I say leave, and I look at her in my stern face. I've got a very stern face. My, it's my leave face. And I say leave, and she opens her jaws. But I'm the only person in the family that she'll do that for. She'll even do that for chicken Well, you trained her well. Things. I think... It's my look. I've got that look, and she knows what she knows. It's not. I don't mess with me. Look, that's my leave look. Okay. And <laughs> no, it works. It doesn't. Nobody else can do it. I'm like the dog whisperer. Apart from the mad behaviour when she <laughs> attacks all those other dogs, <laughs> I can't do that. No, exactly. So how many photos do you... Because as your profession, you're a photographer, professional yeah. photographer. So have you got? Thousands and thousands and thousands of photos of that. They won't stay still, will they? I've got more pictures of your dog, probably, than I've got of Lulu. I do slow motion videos. I like that on the iPhone with that slow motion video. Oh, yeah, but that's fun, isn't it? Yeah, and she won't run past... When I get the slow motion going, She won't. that's when she runs off. And I end okay. up with 400 clips of Regent's Park in slow motion with absolutely nothing happened very slowly, with a tiny dog in the distance. So okay. I try, but no, she's. They, you can't get them. They they won't do what you want. Uh, well, unless for food. And is she food orientated? If you said yes. sit, will she stay there for a photo? Ah, now that's my training breakthrough. Do you watch this program on Channel Five called Dogs Behaving Very Badly? It's no, I don't 5. watch television. I only watch Reggie Vision or Reg Flick. <laughs> You've got it quite bad, haven't you? I didn't realise you were so far gone. I'm gone. It's the only thing keeping me sane, honestly. <laughs> on the surface, on the surface, you're quite normal. The more you dig, <laughs> you realise how far this is all gone. Well, this there's is why we're doing this. There's a programme on Channel 5 um, called Dogs Behaving Very Badly. And he's a dog trainer and he goes into people's houses and sorts out the problems. Uh-huh. And... Oh, um, gosh, I have seen that. I, I, yeah. I did. I saw one of them and um, one of them was... Um, this lady who couldn't entertain or have friends or boyfriends or whatever because his dog was so protective he used to bark all the time and he trained it now that she can actually have a boyfriend is that yeah. the program is that the one exactly yeah exactly yeah. and they're quite dramatic yeah these dogs have got big issues 
and he always trains them in about an hour and it's so irritating because you- yeah because we we are the people with the problem if your dog has a problem it's usually the owner you're right Whereas that's what he says no dog has a problem the dogs are all sane and all usually normal unless they've had something which has given them you know a crack and the crack they can't repair from which you don't know what happened because they can't talk. But really and truthfully, they pick up on your anxieties and your problems. Is that why Reggie's so calm? Yeah. <laughs> Loaded silence there. <laughs> well, why does my dog behave like a lunatic with other dogs then? Do you know what, Paul? I've never noticed that. I've never noticed her behave like a maniac. Oh. See, I see a well-behaved, happy dog. You do wear very dark sunglasses, don't you, in the mornings, though? So I don't think you see what's going on. It's Rebecca vision. It's all just very tunnel. If it's not, Reggie's not in the frame. It's not happening. I'll show no. you. I will show you. Then you okay. can. We can have another. You can. Maybe it's a. Th- this is my therapy, isn't it? This is what it's about. You, now you said it's not my dog's problem. It's my problem. No, it's what? not. It's that woman in Hampstead. It's not me. Okay. Okay. I'm in denial. In denial. No, but usually, um, on the whole, that sometimes um, you're never going to. If a dog's had something which has happened to them or been treated, but it's usually being treated badly, mm. or. Otherwise, they wouldn't be that way. And there's not really that many, which I know, who are dysfunctional or have issues. One or two. I think you're right. I was going to say what this man is on the Channel 5 programme is, what we've learned from him is reward the good behaviour, obviously. So when I tell Lulu not to bark and I stand between me and the other dog and I hold out, I say, treat if she's good anyway i'm not yeah that's what i'm doing wrong i'm I'm not rewarding her bad behavior but she she if she doesn't bark she gets a treat and i say no barking and i stand between her and the other dog and i say no barking and she, if she does oh, hang on a minute sorry can you hear all these beeps i've got then my my whatsapp very popular away. um well somebody's using one of my pictures um without my permission for advertising no less that's what those they were coming in there and it's a very famous person really? it's not their fault yeah it's not their fault actually but I said you can use the pictures for press purposes and it's a really nice picture okay. of a rock star and um, you can use it for press and it ends up it's being used everywhere now and so it's gone beyond press into advertising and, and Seiko watches have used it on an advertising campaign and I spotted this and I'm, anyway, I'm digressing but that's made me absolutely furious I tell you so that's what those messages so are. what would happen have you got an agent would they be able to sort it or is it no I haven't was it you? No, I've, I've just got in touch and I said you know with the person who commissioned me I'm very friendly with the person who commissioned me so it's fine yeah and it's not the rock stars fault it's somebody else in the middle yeah they're sorted out it's a minor issue that they like the picture yeah, but they reused it then i can yeah. get my porsche yeah <laughs> lulu will look lovely in the porsche what color would you go for pink well i'll send you a picture i because i'm a i am a photographer and i do car photography and i have photographed porsches and i do pick up press cars from porsche in reading and i've had a few uh-huh. and i take lulu out in them so with her ears flapping in the front well, we seat, go to re- window yeah, we down. A, we had a soft top. We had a Boxster. With oh, no, wow. Yeah, and, yeah. So we go to Regent's Park in this, you know, it's not my car, but you feel like a yeah. million dollars. 
Seems around the inner circle a hundred yeah, times. Very slowly, yeah, just like, yeah. <laughs> it's an everyday I a, occurrence. I get a ticket every single time I borrow one. It's terrible. Oh really? I don't, yeah, but it's very. I do. I have. Yeah, it's not good. Um, right. So sorry, I was digressing there. Back no, no. On the dogs. So, so really, actually, you hit a really good point there because you're saying you know dogs who currently have issues or. You know, what's going to happen to them once everybody does go back to work, once they actually leave the parks free for people like us who <laughs> frequent them in the daytime, usually? Um, yeah. What's going to happen to those dogs? I mean, you know, obviously, um, dog daycare will go up because there'll be an increase in that. But you can't really leave them at home. And once they're used to you being home, because they just love being near you. That's the whole point. They don't yeah. actually like being left alone. I'd be very reluctant to sort of. You wouldn't. I wouldn't cast judgment or criticise anybody. But I can see, as you say, you, at the moment those puppies. Some friends of ours down the road have just got a puppy. I met. I met them this morning. At the moment, because there's no schools, you've got all the children at home, and the parents yeah. are working from home. So you've got two parents, two kids, or one or two or three kids. A very busy house, and the puppy's really used to that level of activity, and it gets all the walks all day. And suddenly it's going to be the kids are back at school and they're young yeah. kids, so they're 12. So they've got another five years of school ahead of them. Kids yeah. are back at school. And I know the parents don't work from home normally. So it, what I'm not, I didn't, it's not my, it's not my place, but no. I can see, as you say, you think, well, that dog is going to be alone or in daycare and it's had a whole year. Well, it's good for the atmosphere. daycare owners because obviously doggy daycare is going to go up and there's going to be jobs and all those people are going to have to walk the dogs. There's going to be lots of sort of um, different sort of jobs going around for dogs. But on the whole, Reggie now hasn't really had a day without any of us in the house. I mean, he's used to, you know, adult company. I mean, yeah. to the point that Reggie stands on two legs most days because he thinks he's a human. Um you know and he's taller than you isn't he when he does that yeah it, it's going to be hard but you know i got a dog knowing that i don't have to go to an office yeah. so reggie could just come with so it's fine um maybe a few hours during the day that he may have to be left alone one day when he's old enough but Actually, at the moment it. maybe they go to maybe they can go to the people's offices maybe people have i you know i presume people have thought well i hope through. so i hope i hope you know dogs are allowed in because you know at the end of the day they're it's proven that they help relieve stress you know just by stroking them just by sort of having them around as long as they're calm they're not sort of dogs are going to hurl you around and think that you're yeah. sort of herding up sheep but as long as they've been walked they're very happy i mean they just usually sleep underneath your feet by the desk or whatever but there's going to be people who are allergic to dogs and they're not going to be able to have them for health and safety reasons in the workplace uh not a cockapoo because they're hypoallergenic exactly i've got a hypoallergenic dog as well yeah. i mean yeah i don't sneeze uh, i don't get hay fever have you had dogs before i had a labrador yeah but it yeah. mango was a family dog so she was what a labrador is you know loyal happy but she was left, you know, she did the school run, she did a walk, she came home for five hours, then she came out again later, um, where Reggie actually isn't that type of dog, he's he's actually a companion, which I'm yeah. delighted to have. So he's a different it's, dog. Is he Mango? Two syllables again. Yeah, my son named him, her. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. No, they're lovely, it wouldn't be without them. No, no home should be without a dog. 
that's a good that's a good way to end it isn't it there's no home should be better. that's is. your message that's your message that for the day <laughs> without a dog yeah, absolutely okay. well it's been delightful talking to you paul all about Thank lulu you. Sorry, and, I've, talked um, too, I've talked too much. It has been like therapy. It's nice. I don't talk to anybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we usually talk at a much faster pace. It's quite funny how we've slowed this down. But um, I hope everybody's enjoyed listening to you and um, learned a little bit about cockapoos in the process. And um, I can't wait to hear all about Lulu in the future. I'll see you in the so Thank you so much. Yeah, I'll see you in the morning. Bye. <laughs> Bye.